Welcome to Bikini Bottom Radio. You have to say these things. Nah, it's your job. Look at the screen, dude. Look at this your job. Look at the screen. I like hey. our old intro better. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, guys. We messed up. Anthony messed up. The computer messed up. Jenny didn't mess up. I'm not putting any blame on her. We have this Aww. program that it's a trial version, and it starts putting noise over our audio after 15 minutes. So, so if, if we the... just cut in the middle, you'll know why. I'm sorry. We will explain, but uh, we are poor, poor people in our mate, lid to mate 20s. That and, was not uh, words. You're not words. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so th- welcome to Bikini Bottom Radio, episode one, and we'll be covering... Anthony, help me out here. I'm we're, forgetting words. We're covering Help Wanted and Reef Blower because they're relatively short and make up the first half of the first episode. Yeah, we're going to be going off of what's Amazon, so if you have an Amazon Prime subscription like just about everybody in the world, uh, you should be able to follow along. We'll be yep. also be putting everything in the episode title, so... yep. So, Let's... episode one, May 1st, 1999. Crazy. Yeah. Almost it 20 years. Barely made it into the 90s, so it is a 90s show, I guess. <laughs> it is a 90s kid. Only it 90s is... kid will know. Yeah. <laughs> you were born in 2000. You know what? Just just get right out of here. Out of here. Out. No, we need the listeners. Please, Please listen. back in. Please. <laughs> Guys, I... I'm quitting my job for this. You cannot stop listening. <laughs> Please subscribe to us. So, I would have been four when the first episode comes out. I would have been four, I guess. I would have been on the four month. also. You would have been five. No, I would have been three. No, wait, you would have... Wait. Oh, dang. Whoa, yeah, I would have been three. It was May 1st, was 1999. Just about to turn five. There you go. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. It's a long so time we ago. took notes because we're nerds, right? Yeah. Anthony and I took notes. Jenny watched the episode before, right before we started recording. Because, because I have work like an adult. We all have works. On the weekends. Watch, watch the table. Don't hit the table with your... Got head. it. Ah, there we go. That's great on the ears. <laughs> Sorry about that, everybody. I'm just a, I'm a bit of a cat. Um, so yeah, Anthony and I took notes. Jenny was busy. So yeah. So what? I, I guess we can just take turns going back and forth, for, forth rather, with what we have in our notes. Yeah, that's true. And Jenny can read off of mine. Yeah. Uh, so you had the time, and you're a lot more professional. We should the time like the day it came out oh well i mean i was on the wikipedia entry you went way deeper than i did i watched the episode and took notes well i mean okay so what do you have what do you what Um, is your first thing okay what is the guy saying in the what is the pirate saying at the beginning is it plop like a fish or flop like a fish it's flop like a fish no why would you plop a fish plop it sounds like something like a fish would say after it comes on the deck of a ship no i think it's literally never thought about the lyrics so You drop on the deck and plop like a fish because a plop is the onomatopoetic sound that a fish would make if it fell on the deck of a ship. No, a fish flops because that's the sound and also the action a fish does when it is out of water. But no, no, no. That's so not it's an also... onomatopoeia flop? as well Flop as is verb. an action, a verb. Okay. Hard cut to... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, what so let's I'm just uh, skip past that. Uh, you want to get your first note? <laughs> My first note, and I, I noticed it almost immediately, is is it's crazy how much things this got right. This episode kind of just oh, like yeah. hit the nail on the head immediately. It it doesn't feel much different than... It feels like a regular they, episode. Yeah, and, and I 
because I'm a nerd and I looked at the Wikipedia entry, apparently the vice president, I have it here, is just the vice president. It wasn't the vice president of the United States. It was vice Probably president of something, something at Nick said that it was one of the best pilots he's seen. And, and I have to agree. Because, oh. I mean, it got like, it had the little French voice that it used as the narrator. It's got a crazy crap. Yeah, it's got the Krusty Krab. It's got SpongeBob's voice doesn't change. He looks basically yeah. the same as he does throughout the whole season. That is most some... of the main characters are in that episode as yeah. well, aside from maybe Sandy. But yeah, I mean, right. We'll talk about her next podcast episode. Yes. So very quickly, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah, got it's... Gary. It's got him saying I'm. Right. It's just got like all the catchphrases right, it's of, got right out the bat. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, it's insane how good this pilot is. It gets everything right. Like it off the bat, just I yep. snapped. The only thing is the coloration is a little off, but <laughs> Squidward that's... looks a little anemic. I'm yeah, just Squidward looks pretty light colored. Out. I mean, that's the case with SpongeBob all throughout the first season because it's, from what I understand, the first season of SpongeBob is hand drawn cell animation, and then they switch to some kind of computer animation for two and onward. But I have some interesting yeah. stats about the budget. Apparently, they didn't have that high of a budget because it was a pilot, obviously. So yeah. that's technically why they have Tiny Tim in it. Oh, that's why they used licensed music and not write their own. Right. Yeah. Actually, yeah, if you kn- I've noticed cuz I like Hawaiian-y sounding music and sometimes I'll just put on SpongeBob music in the background. It's all from other things. Like there's like a couple albums that just have some of the Hawaiian-y sounding music. Really? Yeah, like Hawaiian Flower and Hawaiian Breeze are two of them. They're the only ones I know that are on other things, but I'm assuming they're not just out out there version or they're not like Black Sheep Outliers. Mm-hmm. Jenny is so uninterested right now. It's on the music what? topic. She's yeah. rolling her head back. But yeah, we've, we've discussed a lot of this already. Yeah, so. I mean, Jenny and I are, are are dating, so like it's it's not uncommon that we're gonna repeat he, a lot of what we say. And I'm a nerd. He loves music, so when it comes to music, we've definitely talked about music a lot as well. Yeah, uh, that's true. I also have that I you on the opposite end of it that you don't see in a lot of other episodes is breaking the fourth wall he kind of like leans in on the camera i had that in my notes when he says i'm gonna look him right in the eye and i can't do it like that was very looney tunes that was 100 percent there's usually when spongebob breaks the fourth wall like that is very subtle right like it's like a one-off line but he doesn't spongebob doesn't look too now he straight spiked the camera (laughs) that was weird yeah that's something that i'm kind of glad they didn't keep doing i love fourth wall humor but i feel like it wouldn't spongebob the zany character of spongebob plus fourth wall breaking would it's have been a little too weird i think two looney tunes you're yeah, right two looney tunes it yeah it would have made him too just yeah he's a Cartoon-y. crazy he's yeah. a crazy zany character he's not like oh this bugs bunny but a but a sponge or like animaniacs who there they, you go animaniacs. yeah they know yeah. what's going on outside mm-hmm. he's not that crazy he's more self-contained within yeah. each individual episode and this show was what sort of put Nickelodeon on the map, as far I, as I know, right? I like, mean, well, okay, well, a couple things. Like, I mean, they had a big, like, run in the 90s. There's a reason that Nick is, like, calling back to the 90s and all their stuff mm-hmm. right now. They had Rocco's Modern Life. They had Hey Arnold. They had... Oh, you're right. Yeah, before yeah, yeah. this. But, yeah. Like, ah, Grill Monsters. Ah, uh, I was about to say it. Got me. Yeah. Beat me to it. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, like, SpongeBob was, like, another pilot that they did, but... As we we all discussed earlier, most cartoons will run for about three seasons, and then they'll stop making new episodes and just rerun those episodes. Mm-hmm. If you have been paying attention and are listening to this podcast, you probably know SpongeBob has been on since 1999. SpongeBob has not died yet. It almost got canceled. I don't know that story. We can 
Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that when we get to that, I guess. That's yeah. But yeah. it's still going strong. A movie just came out a few years ago, and yeah, very nice saw in the theater. It, in it, the theaters, yeah. It kind of breaks the mold of kids' television, I guess. We it, wouldn't yeah. have Adventure Time or Avatar or any of that without SpongeBob. For real, it kind—I of, mean, yeah—you had all those shows in the early '90s or mid '90s, but this sort of just carried it into the new millennium, and it and it had so many other shows greenlit because of it i feel oh yeah fairly odd parents danny phantom rest in peace all these all Rick. these different shows <laughs> so, okay just real quick who else had a crush on danny phantom as a kid just saying anthony i see you raising your hand i see you there <laughs> an audio podcast i that's my hand hitting the ground <laughs> not anthony true. didn't have a crush on danny phantom how far Danny phantom <laughs> i think you're trying to hide something robert so um uh yeah, uh Tom Kenny does a Jacques Cousteau voice. He's the he's the French narrator. Yeah, Tom Kenny is the you know he does three hours later all that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I I mean Stephen Hillenburg was a marine biology major. I'm at Humboldt. He, at Humboldt, we have a friend who goes up to Humboldt. I, Shout I out to Matt. Been, I have been to the Krusty Krab as they call it. It is just a burger joint in town that he based the Krusty Krab off. That's so dope. I did not know that existed. Guys, we're doing a road trip episode. <laughs> Also, real quick, why is a crusty crab shaped like a lobster catcher? Because it's a joke. But like it's, it's just it's, a... but it's crabs. But it's oh, wait, crusty lobster sounds really gross. <laughs> <laughs> it's not alliterative either. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel Ew. like I mean, I mean, do lobster traps only catch lobsters? I can imagine they. Yeah, the catch... whole point is they can't walk backwards. That's why they get trapped. Crabs can walk backwards. Yeah. They cra- well, they walk sideways. They walk sideways. I... So. I feel like it's just probably yeah. an aesthetically good choice. Huh. Yeah, it just floated down there, and they just built a home. I never thought about that. Yeah, that's. I guess that's probably where the Krusty Krab came from. It's just an unused lobster trap. So, yeah. Uh, a really big one. Yeah. Also, something I'd like to point out, uh, two things about SpongeBob's pets, multiple pets. pets. There's a pet clam in this episode. He does? As he's getting out of bed, there the is bird cage, right? there's a birdcage with yeah. a clam in it. Whoa. Yeah. Weird, right? <laughs> Whoa. I never brought up just again. literally watched this twice and didn't even notice that. Yeah, but, yeah. But he literally has a baby clam in an episode, so like... What happened o'clock? to the one in what? the pilot? Yeah. Was that just a design choice they never went back to? They were like, it's too hard to draw a clam. Does also, he, maybe one does he is eat clams? That's... I don't... Also, <laughs> Gary's got a stare in this episode. Yeah, he looks dead inside. I'm glad he found some meaning to life and looks less like that yeah <laughs> you don't need to whisper I'm i guess i don't have to whisper it's 10 minutes in okay we've got five more minutes before you guys are gonna hear a hard cut possibly <laughs> less because we will be editing this hopefully Je- or no jenny won't anthony will hey so i don't know how to I, do this let's uh let's turn our eyes on to the big lanky white man in the room tiny tim he uh, died literally as they were writing this pilot, apparently, he is Didn't the know that. first deceased crew member on the show. That's he's weird. Cr- he's credited as a guest singer. Huh. Yeah. Okay, That's... I might I might sound like I don't know what's happening, but I don't know what's happening. Who's Tiny Tim? The singer of the very high-pitched song. Uh, loving in the Moonlight. Or, no, what is, living oh. in the Sunlight, oh, Loving when... in the Moonlight. Yeah. So when they're making Krabby Patties, yes, that is and what... he's making a bunch, and then they're singing. Did, that... you, did you ever uh, see okay. Insidious? Definitely not. Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh. I don't watch is he in that movies. Movie? No, his song Tiptoe Through the Tulips is in that movie what? and it forever it forever like 
cemented him as like a very creepy guy because his whole thing is he sings on a ukulele he's got like this insanely high-pitched voice if you look at a picture of him he is a like just tim like burton gingery character. he's a ginger tim burton yeah uh who plays ukulele and he's got this really high soprano voice and he plays ukulele he yeah. got married on johnny carson and it was the highest rated episode or highest viewed episode of johnny carson at that time yeah he he's a weird guy and it's and he it, was popular for some reason it, yeah, he's just one of those acts that just really could have only happened when it did, I think. Like, I don't really think he would be pot. He's kind of a gimmick act, unfortunately. Uh, I, get, I mean, like, the song's good, but I do need to draw attention to the fact that uh, Tiny Tim has a song called Santa Claus Has Got the AIDS this year. True fact. Am I? Do you know this? Anthony, no. do you know this? No. There is a song called a Santa Claus stare. Has Got the AIDS, and it's a song by Tiny Tim, and it's him singing about how Santa can't come deliver your presents, because... He's got AIDS. No, he's got the AIDS. He does have the... Right, this was so long ago that it was <laughs> the AIDS. But the thing is, people, like, kind of defend, like, oh, he didn't really know. This was early enough before all that stuff happened. Like, there's a weird candy bar called AIDS from where he's from that, like, they... And I'm like, no, what? No, this is weird. We'll never know why because he has long since passed. And anyone who is involved in this is probably too old to remember. But... Let it be said here that there's a weird Christmas song out there that you guys can play and make an awkward Christmas party this upcoming <laughs> December. It'll be on my Christmas playlist, I can tell you that. Oh, gosh. Also, why is his name Tiny Tim? Because he's a big, tall man. I think it's ironic. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Th this is news music playing. Can I do a fun fact? Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Anthony, that was so painfully awkward. <laughs> tell us your fun fact steven hillenberg yes. got a tape with a bunch of music on it uh and he wanted to have something sound similar to it but because of budget cuts they had to just end up using the song fun fact oh wait so, yeah. so he, he wanted, wanted to find a... to commission music similar to it so it was just on like a tape that he found like a mixtape and it had that song on it and he was like i want something like that he wanted yeah. to sound alike right but yeah. then but they ran out of time and budget so they were like somehow cheaper to get the actual song right because at that's that point weird. he was kind of out of style not oh, exactly that that's much true of a yeah late so, 90s i feel like tiny tim ukulele man wasn't uh no. wasn't too hot of a commodity so they bought the rights to the song and just used it there and i think it makes it unique like yeah. it's a weird song and it's weird enough to just like it it, it it goes from like a normal cartoon yeah it's a little like weird but then it goes to like this weird musical bit and he's yeah. like he's like jumping on ketchup to baby the... driver status syncing up to the music exactly yeah but i think i think that it really works especially for the aesthetic of what spongebob is mm -hmm. they use music in a lot of ways sound effects and mixed media while making spongebob and yeah. i feel that's just another example that they did and it's incredible they did it from the very yeah. first episode right it brings it all it, back to it's yeah. just like as a pilot it just really is so tight yeah the fact that like spongebob has this really big kind of campy hawaiian tiki style to it the fact that they got this weird white guy from like the 70s or 80s i don't know when he was active don't at me uh that just like he made ukulele music and it's got this weird drum that goes boom like i feel like that's another sound effect i've just heard in spongebob am i wrong no no you're right yeah like, they also it, it's the very crack when his hand moves and, and the thing about spongebob is spongebob is not cool like mr krabs and squidward are actively making fun and laughing at him in this episode so i think it's almost fitting that his big musical come through moment in this episode is from a guy who probably was not 
cool. He was an outcast. That yeah. was his whole thing. Is that he, it was somebody he pointed and laughed at, and then when they got bored of him, he probably wasn't as cool. Well, and that's just that's just kind of who SpongeBob is. Is even throughout all the episodes, he's never really cool, but he never loses a sort of childlike wonder. Like he loves working at a fast food restaurant. How many people love working at a fast food restaurant? For sure. I could True. say probably no, no one. No. Anthony, and he, he yeah. bleeds it. So I just think that it really lends to his character. I. What? You said my name. Oh, I was just saying you've worked in food service. I don't know if I said this before. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. It's it's so funny how he, he actively wants to work at this place. It's like he's been born for it. Patrick hypes him up by saying he built a spatula out in of two In woodshop class, yeah. Yeah. And his it, first words were, may I take your order? <laughs> who's a... Who's a... Who's a big yellow sponge... <laughs> That's what it is, right? <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys. Hard, hard cut back in. Uh, remember how we said we were cheap? Yeah. It, it it started doing the noise again, so we're back, though. I don't even remember what we were talking about. Tiny uh, Tim, probably. I don't remember, but uh, here, this gives back we, we were talking about liking working at fast food restaurants. Oh, and how Anthony probably didn't like it. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was not a fun time. I mean, I don't think anybody really wants to work there, and it's hilarious that he did. Mm. Uh another fun fact about tiny tim uh he is the reason why in the spongebob and i'm doing air quotes complete first season this episode is not included because of music rights i guess and like dvd on the dvd the complete first season does not include this because of music rights that's weird because it's like a pilot so sometimes those aren't even included right so they could have just this airs on, it this airs on tv regularly it's not yeah. like most cartoon pilots that never see the light of day unless you go on weird youtube like rabbit holes yeah I, I, it, like this is regularly played mm-hmm. like like you said it's just a regular spongebob episode it really is yeah so i don't i, I just think that's kind of funny that it's not even included yeah. but in future versions i guess they got yeah, the rice back we uh, are listening to the tiny tim cast we are talking a lot about tiny tim actually we've pivoted to tiny tim are we've we noticed gonna... the demographics are a little <laughs> bit higher than spongebob all gonna dye our hair red mm-hmm. uh just not get a ukulele it's super not tan i'm still kind of lost here but I mean, honestly, so am I, and I still kind of know some of this stuff. He's just a weird guy. Yeah. Let's talk about something more interesting. Reception. Apparently, uh, this show, this since this was obviously the pilot, people were, this was their first intro to SpongeBob. Yeah. Uh, it was very highly rated. It was viewed by 6.9 million people, apparently. Wow. Yeah. That is huge, a lot. Huge Especially amount. Wouldn't cartoon. be seen like that today. Uh, you know, TV so fragmented now, but and, that that's yeah. a huge opening for a show, and I think it, I, it was a huge thing for Nickelodeon at the time. I mean, yeah, like you, like we've talked about, like the '90s stuff, like Rocco and like Ariel Monsters and all that good stuff. Hey Arnold. Hey Arnold, is so oh, good. How did we forget that? Can't. Uh, yeah. Rugrats. Rugrats, big one. Oh, we did yeah. forget that one the last time we no. talked about. It. Anyway, that <laughs> those were good and big, but like SpongeBob hit another level. By the way, fun fact before I forget. A lot of Rockwell's Modern Life got canceled, and I think probably a lot of the reason that this was made on a budget and was able to meet it, a lot of those people were already working at Nickelodeon. Oh, they just moved over to another office. Tom Kenny, one of his first big voice acting roles was Heifer in uh, Rockwell's Modern Life. I didn't know that. And a lot of the animation team, I don't know if Steven Hillenberg worked on Rockwell's Modern Life, but I mean, most of the people who made uh, SpongeBob came from Rockwell's straight mm-hmm. after it had been like canceled or ended. So. Uh, maybe we'll do a Rocco's episode just to kind of cover it as a precursor. It's, it's a weird show. It's coming back with a movie this year or next year or something. That's something I that like I missed. That I never watched that show. I watched Cow and Chicken, and I yes. watched Ren and Stimpy. Those yes. were 
another 90s Nicktoon show, not Count Chicken, I know with Cartoon mm-hmm. Network, but those were shows that when my grandma would watch me, she would go to like go to the get something and come back, I'd have to change the channel because she said, those were bad cartoons. Yep. You can't yep. watch those. And, 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 and then well. she would put on like Mickey Mouse or Looney Tunes, which I appreciate now as an adult, but still I did want to watch the weird perviness of Ed, Ed, and Eddie over Looney Tunes at the time. That's fair. Yeah. The edginess of Ed, Ed, and Eddie, I think superseded that, the campiness of anthony Looney anthony Tunes. anthony wait the ed genus ed the genus wow yes. guys i love puns you're gonna hear a lot on this show uh, <laughs> uh what else do i have in my notes oh, i uh, literally i'm i'm out also I, also just real quick on that same note do you guys remember camp laszlo also i, I remember it also tom kenny is what's his face Laszlo? No, he's not Laszlo. He's Raj, the elephant. And the guy who voiced Rocco, Carlos Alzaraki, uh, voiced Laszlo. I did not know that. Uh, why do I know this? Because you're Robert. Guys, you're going to find out I know a lot of bunch of weird stuff about weird cartoons you maybe kind of remember. Let's That's talk true. Jimmy Two Shoes. <laughs> let's not. Let's not. Uh, let's let's, let's talk Bud Ugly Martians. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, I know. It was a, a <laughs> two-episode show. Oh, boy. Uh, so let's see. What a... Now that we've gone through kind of like the big like fact notes, I'm, I I took a lot more notes on like what happened during the show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Oh, also real quick, yes. I have a note. Does anyone else think that the street around the Krusty Krab looks like Squidward's head? Jenny pointed this out to us while we were watching the episode together. It the shot above when all the buses are pulling in with the anchovies, the the anchovies? asphalt around it, anchovies. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah, it looks like Squidward's head. Yeah, like, it does. The asphalt around the Krusty Krab. It's a weird thing. It's probably a coincidence, but it's also unseeable at yeah. this point. It just it kind of reminds me of like Phineas and Ferb, how the building looks like Ferb's head. Oh yeah, Doofenshmirtz. Yeah, Doofenshmirtz building looks like Ferb's head. I'm like, every time I see it, I'm like, that's Squidward's <laughs> head, and they stole it because I don't know. The that's budget. Just what I, that's just what I'm going through the in my budget. head. <laughs> I love it. All right, uh, so just going through my notes real quick. Um, so we do have a meme in this episode, that smelly smell, that smell, that smells smelly. Yeah. I probably butchered it, but, I mean, like, who's going to fact Ethically. check me? Uh, but, yeah, that's a meme. Uh, it really is. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna call episode. Out, I'm going to call it a meme every time I see this episode because memes are such a huge part, I think, of why SpongeBob is popular right now. There are meme t-shirts at Hot Topic. You can go buy a pin with that little chicken mocking SpongeBob. It's insane and weird we're definitely gonna do an episode on memes and an episode on weird meme merchandise well i think it's because we i mean we even paused on a smear as they're called in cartoons in animation and i in yeah it's just an in-between frame where like mm-hmm. the two uh like two pairs of eyes or like three mouths just to make it look like motion is happening and i think that happens a lot in spongebob and the memes come from that like, I think that, like, that chicken mocking one was just, like, a one-frame thing, right? Yeah, it's, like, I, I haven't even seen that episode. I just know the meme. Yeah. So, it, it just, it, I think that, like you said, SpongeBob is such a prime material for memes. True. And oh. the people that grew up on it are now old enough to create said memes. So. Truth. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, also, I've got here, uh, I remembered a, a weird fact, uh, Clancy Brown, the voice of Krusty Krab. Mr. Krabs. Krusty Krab. Mr. Krusty Krab. It's late, himself. guys. It's late. Don't judge my life. Uh, <laughs> but the voice of Mr. Krabs, uh, who uh, apparently someone asked him in an AMA, uh, like, why why do you say spatula? Like, why? And he was just like, I don't know. I just said it. 
Like, is that is that his actual accent? I've never actually heard him talk. Is that uh, how he speaks? He is the guard in Shawshank Redemption. What? It's Clancy Brown. The guard in Shawshank Redemption. Why do you know that? How do you not? I don't know. I guess I didn't. <laughs> if anyone has played Detroit Become Human, which I game tested, I worked at Sony for a little bit, so I tested this game. I'm not going to comment on it. I don't work there anymore, though. But he is like the friend detective guy, Clancy Brown. So, but that hasn't answered my question. Does he sound like Mr. Krabs? A bit. He's He is also the voice of Lex Luthor in the Justice League cartoon from okay, the early 2000s. That, that voice is his regular speaking Interesting. voice. Did not know that. Huh. Weird that that's... Think about Mr. Krabs. Think about Lex Luthor in Justice League. In the early 2000s Justice League. What's funnier to you? I mean, they both like money. That yeah. is true. Whoa. Whoa. Guys, I think we just blew the lid open on Clancy Brown. I bet he likes money. The SpongeBob cinematic universe. It's all coming together. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I would kill for a SpongeBob cinematic universe. What would the spinoffs be? Uh, would it be Sandy, Sandy above ground? Sandy in Texas before she came. It would end with her... <laughs> ending up underneath the sea in the tree dome like it's being constructed or like she first steps in and that would definitely be a movie we need a gary backstory yeah we need to know how we got here we did get a lot of gary episodes in the show we do i'm excited those are good episodes yeah i want to see where the flying dutchman came from he died oh you mean like previous yeah yeah Yeah. like like we know the like he and he hangs out in david jones locker we know he's a real guy like just explore him more he's an interesting character voiced by little boat Voiced by Bill Murray's brother. Isn't he also the guy from... Um, Flapjack. Caddyshack. And, no, that's just <laughs> that's regular Bill, Bill Murray. Murray. Oh. Wait, is his brother in that movie too? That's Bill Murray I, 1. I think they're both in the movie. I think they're both in the movie though. Who's Bill Murray's brother? I haven't brother? seen Caddyshack. I've never seen it. What? Bill Murray's brother is... Uh, he is the voice of Knuckles in Marvelous Misadventures of Flapjack. He is the Flying Dutchman. He's the janitor who's magic in uh, 17 again. Don't... Don't ask me <laughs> why that was one of my go-to live-action roles. He's the boss. I just, I just want to say that Robert does not have IMDb open right now. This is all this from is just his head. in my cronk and noggin. Uh, <laughs> he is, oh, his big, probably big one, uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Uh, he is the boss at the end who oh, took away kidnap. his Christmas bonus. That they kidnap, kidnap him. Okay. So Great movie to watch around the holidays, by the way. let off with that one. <laughs> no, okay. That was the one I was going to to not look he as weird. He was extra number seven in this direct to DVD movie. Oh boy, uh, guys, why do, why am I like this? Uh, I ask I, myself that every day. She sure does. Um, yeah, I think that's everything. Um, the only other thing I had is there was a Nick.com flash game that I played as a child where you had to stack burgers and make Krabby Patties, like you know, like you're moving left and right and catching patties and cheese and stuff as it, it gets higher and higher oh and i was just reminded of that as he's making that. the krabby patties i remember i asked game. my parents permission before going on don't worry guys <laughs> whoa I, <laughs> side note i remember asking my dad to type in amandaplease.com to go to the website because i was a huge fan of the amanda Bynes show but i did not know how to use the internet because i was a five-year-old and him not going to the internet browser him going to the command bar because i don't <laughs> does that work Unless I'm remembering it weird, or no, there mean, was some. I think you can, but that's I mean, really but funny like this was just... so proto, like, or, like this is how I got to AmandaPlease.com, and I asked my dad to do it, and I would click on whatever. I don't even remember what the website was. Just side note, Nick, Nick uh, related. That was a Nick show too. Drake and Josh got their start on there. Never yep. forget Keenan yeah. and Kill. That's great. Oh, Keenan. 
Loki didn't kill Yeah, her. they were on. Yeah. No, were they on all that? All that. They were on all that. They and Amanda the... Amanda Bynes was on all that, and that's Wasn't how she Keenan got the girl on show. all that though. Or yeah, I mean, was... on the Amanda show, weren't they the burglars? That would come in, or no? That was Jake. No, Drake, Drake, Bell. Drake and Bell. Drake and Josh were that... the Amanda show. One of my few things I remember from the Amanda Bynes show uh, is her like she. Amanda's like doing her monologue and she's got this big plate of cookies like brought all these cookies for the cast and then she like lowers her hands so the cookies are off screen and then she brings her hands back up and the tray's empty and she's like this is weird Drake, Josh you're here and they're like what happened and they're like I don't know like the cookies are just gone here we actually had a camera on that can we go to that that's weird and then it just cuts to like like you know her from the chest down with the cookies in front of her and Drake and Josh devouring these cookies cookie monster <laughs> style like right and it's in slow motion too <laughs> and then it just cuts back to them and they're like mm, weird yeah weird right yeah <laughs> they're great by the way drake and josh just great show Sad maybe another hate. podcast yeah. coming out just saying yeah, check out our sister podcast drake and josh cast our, it, brothers, our brother, and sisters will it's our brother podcast there we go yeah, yeah. they're brothers from another mother podcast <laughs> yeah you're welcome uh <laughs> all right we're back we Reef are blower back. we are back okay when you said that i forgot it was the title of a spongebob episode and thought it was something else what did you think it was can you say it on this family-friendly show so anyway so what about jenny the thought about too long so definitely not uh <laughs> oh boy um this is all you buddy well i was just gonna say it's interesting that it's Aside from an intro in the beginning, it's a completely silent episode. I feel like it's more done as an art piece than even like yeah. an episode. And I think it's really interesting it's... that it's added on to the first episode because there's not really any reason for it except to show how SpongeBob annoys Squidward. It really maybe should have been before because you don't really know that they even live next to each other in the first episode we that's only know true. that because we've watched the show our whole life that's right you don't you, know that squidward lives in that easter island head yeah you, you only all. know that he doesn't like him because he just pulls crabs aside and says no yeah you can assume that like spongebob is a frequent person at the crusty crab he could just be some an annoying customer you don't know he's his neighbor yeah. it almost like you said it almost feels like an like, animation test it like, probably it was, just, was. yeah I, we didn't look this up. This is something we should have looked up, but we didn't. Uh, let's see. What? I mean, I just think it's, yeah, it's a cool little art piece. Mm-hmm. I, for the longest time, would call leaf blowers reef blowers because they're not super common where we live. We live in Southern California, so there's not like a lot of fall time yeah. leaves you have to get into That's a, a big pile. So I was just like, oh, reef blowers. And we had one at my house for a little bit. And I, for well, I call, this was in middle school. I called it a reef blower for a little bit. <laughs> Way too old to be calling that the wrong thing. But Wait, how old? I mean, I don't know. I probably was actually maybe like fourth grade-ish. Uh-huh. Fourth grade to middle school, I was using it. But it's definitely you know, too old. But still. Well, how often does it come up in conversation in exactly. the first place? You get it. Like, yeah. Like, like, I don't know the last time I ever said leaf blower. Maybe like, I don't know, five years ago, six years ago. Yeah, we're not, what do you call them? <laughs> like, we're not actual gardeners, so we don't use no. reef blowers. Leaf blowers. Damn. Leaf blowers. Oh my gosh. Why am I like this? Uh, let's see. That seems to be the question of the day. Uh, I think it's funny when Squidward fixes that little bent flower as he walks out of his, uh, thing. Mm -hmm. That's just silly. Uh, like, oh, like what? Like... His little piece of salad with all the sand on it. (laughs) That gets blown in half after (laughs) Spongebob throws all this, blows all the sand into his eyes. 
Uh, Hawaiian instrumental music. Um, I like Hawaiian music. I don't know if it's appropriative or not. Anthony, you have family in Hawaii. Is it real Hawaiian music? No. It's not like you're like slide guitar and stuff. I did hula for nine years of my life. It's it's more like. Video. Yeah. I did hula. He has a picture posted. Don't you have like video? video I have a video of it, yeah. I need to see this. I'll show it to you. Maybe it it might be part of our special features. (laughs) Be on the lookout. (laughs) Subscribe to that Patreon. We do Uh, have a YouTube channel. uh, Yeah. Yeah, I was. It's definitely the touristy version of when i hear like what, slide, what, guitar, slide guitar the, yeah parent, like uh what double d plays in that episode of ed ed and eddie when they're on the river boat mm-hmm. yeah it's <laughs> when i listen to like a hawaiian record where it's like slide guitar and like island sounds and like like vocalizing <laughs> is that that's a thing don't laugh at me is you're saying that's not real no like, it's more i mean it was like they were like tribal music, so it had like ipus, which are like just hollowed out gourds. It had drums. Mm. They didn't have Drumming. slide. Oh, guitars. that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I understand slide guitars weren't around when like <laughs> Captain Cook showed up on Hawaii, but right. like, it's like a more recent thing. Definitely. But yeah. like that, I understand. Like, guys, don't worry, I'm not that dumb. Just pretty dumb. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, like, I mean, I figured like, okay, I, like people on the island obviously don't listen to that stuff. It's not. It plays at Luau's. Yeah, it plays at that Luau's. That you get from your hotel. Right. Yeah. Got it. I'm still going to listen to it. I don't care. I think it... I mean, obviously, all of SpongeBob is like tiki island decor, which is like... tacky. It's tacky, mm-hmm. but I love it. Mm-hmm. I would never decorate my house that way, but I would definitely like it to be. I want tiki torches in my house. Who doesn't? Not that in my dangerous. house. That seems dangerous. Not in my house. Sorry. By Outside. your house. Yeah, in the vicinity of my house. So it's not real Hawaiian music. Okay, I, I get it. Like, yeah. it's... Oh boy. Uh, so, I mean, it, it, there's not much to say about it because it's a two minute episode. It's like not even two minutes. Uh, it? it really isn't. No, it's really short and it, and it just sort of pads it out to get to commercial, essentially. Yeah, yeah there's uh, one piece of dialogue and it's not even real dialogue. It's just the you, as mm-hmm. SpongeBob is pointing at the uh, clam that Squidward uh, kicked over. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, you've, you've seen the episode. It's, it'd be weird if you hadn't. Uh, we're not really going to do a run by run play-by-play episode no yeah it's it's just our general thoughts yeah. on it and uh let's see spongebob makes shoe noises that i make he made a little wink, wink, wink. little squeaky shoes i have shoes that when i wear them uh my shoe like is maybe a little too small for those shoes so when i walk they make little squishy noises like spongebob when he walks <laughs> anthony and jenny have both heard this am i am i lying this, this is what this podcast is coming to guys i have squeaky shoes as well i but I think we should save that because there is an episode about squeaky shoes. That's a good point. We will get we guys. Yeah. We'll we'll talk about squeaky shoes and Edgar Allan Poe on that episode. Don't you worry. Edgar Allan Poe. Oh my God. Save it for the episode. All right. Oh yeah, no, I just I got that, but just, yeah. Um, okay. and me. then um, I've got SpongeBob sliding noise in this episode in this uh, in my notes. <laughs> Jenny's laughing for no reason. SpongeBob uh, sliding noise. Uh. uh I don't know. Uh, apparently, I, I remember that he made a funny noise when he, like, slid somewhere in the... Oh, as he was sliding to get his reef blower, just went, woo, like a slide oh, whistle. okay. Now I'm remembering. It was just funny. I wrote it down in my notes because it was a silly noise, and SpongeBob sliding around like that is just really funny. It's really goofy. It is very goofy. He also has big hands when he puts all that sand and stuff back into his... Uh, <laughs> for no discernible reason He's... other than... I mean, he's elastic in most of the the show, but I think I wouldn't this, read into this it. first episode is he's just very 
Yeah. He's very... Because they didn't know the constraints of what he could do and what he couldn't do yet. Or they were just like, he needs to scoop all this sand into this thing. It would be yeah. weird if we made him like make three trips. Right. Or if so all this sand hands. was in his tiny hands. Just make give him big hands. Mm-hmm. Like, who's going to notice? We are. Welcome to Bikini Bottom Radio. We're just about done talking about everything. That's the kind of content you're going to get. Uh, please stay subscribed. Please. Even if you don't listen, just please. just stay subscribed. We need the numbers. Are you, like, really, like, what is this doing to your phone, having it there? It's not offensive. Just stay. Just play it on repeat. Give us the numbers. Um, <laughs> all right. I think that's it. Hi, Mom. Uh, oh, yeah. You're probably listening to this. I uh, love you. And... Um, I love my mom, too. Hey, dude, do you love your mom? Gross. Weird. <laughs> I think that's it. Uh, next time, we'll be talking about... Season 1B, which is, uh, or 1C, I guess, since there's three in the, whatever. Yeah. Tea at the Tree Dome, where we first meet a Sandy Cheeks, Miss Land Squirrel. So, stay tuned. We'll be back. We don't know what our release schedule is, because we don't know. Thanks for listening, guys. Love you. Appreciate you. We need you. So bad.